Hello and welcome to the Get Around It podcast. I'm Ben Gray, and alongside me, as they always are, we have Zach Mankin and Tim Pereira. This week, we're going to go through some of the things we learned from the NBA season, going to do some winners and losers from the NBA draft, going to go through the AFC East in the NFL, because we are now 37 days away. Wow. Wow. 9th of September it's starting, and you know, considering we're in August now, that that seems like a more doable length. It seems time has flown this off season. Do we do we think time has flown, or are we not feeling that? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's been like, like a blink, like a flash, Ben. Yes. The last uh, since Super Bowl. I mean, as the audience could tell, with the amount yeah. of content, the the, the, the content yeah, that we're racking out. It's a shame that it's not a little bit longer because we had a lot of good cool stuff we wanted to do, but we got to squeeze it all in into such a short period of time the 30-week NFL offseason. It is insane. I think the craziest part about it is the fact that the offseason, like you said, is 30 weeks. And throughout the entire 30 weeks, the only story that's been worth talking about has been Aaron Rodgers. Like, come on now. What are we? I'm, I'm looking at the NFL news right now. We're talking about training camp. Brother, I do not care about training camp. Hey, that's man, the pre- only man, news you man. can give me? Preseasons around the corner. Let's get up for that I one. <laughs> I do not care. I do not care about I preseason. Wait. I man. cannot wait for our winners and losers of preseason week one. <laughs> Just to really dive deep into what the offensive schemes are looking like. That's great. Oh my God. Yeah, it's it's a long one. And as part of it, we've obviously been doing our divisions. And like I said, we are now to the AFC East. An interesting one, I think. For some of us, I think we're going to have some mixed opinions about some of the teams in here. Uh, as a whole, for the entire division, how do you feel about this one, Tim? Are you, do you like this division? Is it a bit boring to you? What do you think? I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, you've got the Bills who are clearly uh, a contender in the in the AFC. Um, you've got the Patriots who, you know, you've got Cam coming back and we've all coined him the comeback player of the year um, with big bad Billy Bill. Um, you've got the Dolphins with Tua, second-year quarterback, and then you've got a rookie quarterback in, of course, Zach Wilson. It's it's going to be an interesting season for the, these guys. I don't know about you. I think there's a clear favorite um, in the Jets, and then everyone's kind of second now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny you say the Jets. Let's, we might as well start at the bottom, right? Um, I have the Jets at the bottom. Tim, you have the Jets at the bottom, but Mankin, you have been talking about them as not as bad a team as we think. Is that still true? Yeah, they're not as bad as everyone seems, but everyone assumes they're like a two-win team. I just think they're like a four-win team. That's that's oh, Jesus. what I've been Four? saying. Really? Look, I you still think that? Don't, do not sleep on Zach Wilson, all right? He's the future. I am yours. fast asleep with that, brother. Oh, my God. The man from Utah? Is that where he's from? Is it, Like, I do not yeah. care. I do not need a Mormon Utah, Utah being the leader well, of my team. Utah is well-renowned for producing high-quality NFL quarterbacks, Ben. Um, <laughs> look. I'm not saying the Jets are going to be good, but I think they'll be fun. I actually think the Jets might be a little bit of fun. Like their offense looks like it'll be okay. I think I like Zach Wilson. They've got a few good weapons. I think they're just going to chuck the ball around, probably lose like 25, 45 every week, but they'll be a bit of fun. And I think they'll probably win a few games. So I might be, I have a soft spot for them due to their similarity with the Knicks. I think so. I'm a little bit biased. Are you adopting them as your, as your they're second my, team? They're like my they are they are 100 percent my second team, the New York Jets. Wow, 
that's just a soft spot. That's a just can't... That is a punishing. That is a punishing two teams: the Ravens yeah, but... and the Jets. Yeah, but I've got the map. Jesus Christ! You can talk. How are you? <laughs> you literally might <laughs> be the worst sports fan there is. There is it's wherever you go, success goes the other way. So don't talk yeah, to me. Fucking... Yeah, I know. All right, listen, I'm I'm willing to. How... Yeah, whatever. Okay, my two teams are the Bears and the Cardinals. The more I think about it, the worse it gets. Let's 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 move on. Yeah. Far out. So Jets rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, definitely worst in division. Max, you say four wins. Tim, you say three. I had them as they would be lucky to get four wins. Um, what does Vegas say, Mankin? Are they well, saying something different? They've got six. I think it's six wins for the Jets. What? Six and a half. What? Hours. Any given Sunday, Ben. Any given yeah. Sunday. Uh, over Sunday. Oh my Six wins. God. Ben, Ben, 17 game year. You got that extra game in your back pocket, all right? Let's not sleep on them. It's a dollar ninety to go under six. So it's pretty much, you know, the, pe- the people so are splitting that under. I get a chance to double my money. I guaranteed double my money pretty much. That's insane. When we do our preseason betting show, I will be the, I will not allow that vote that bet to go through so just don't even contemplate it we're not betting on the jets to go under don't sleep on zach wilson right? don't sleep on i'm so far i am fast ben, i'm with you i'm fast i'll asleep. wake you up I'm I'll wake, i am i am uh, yeah but you're not because i'm gonna keep waking you up the only have reason i'm seen... gonna be watching these games is so when the camera pans and have you know and and, and gets a shot of zach wilson's mom that is literally the only <laughs> reason i'll be watching these games <laughs> have you seen their schedule like Mankin, have you looked at it where are the six wins where are the where are the more than six wins? Wait, six wins in the first half of the year, or just six wins altogether? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I, I, they look, get. If you really want to, if you really want to play this silly game and let me go through, I see Panthers week one. Oh okay. my god! Let's we'll cross that one off. First first win for first game for a rookie quarterback. Patriots are going to suck. Broncos are not very good. The Titans will call that an L. Um, we'll call that an L. Mm, oh, they play the Texans. Let's give them that. Yeah, uh, that's, that, that was and the, the Eagles. That's, and that's six wins. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, wins. sure thing, sure thing, sure thing, big guy. That's yeah. I think we would definitely be outvoting you in terms of the amount of wins the Jets are getting because that's just that's outrageous. Um, who do you then have next? Because I guess that's the big question for this division, or is it? I think it is. Are you asking me or Tim? Hey, either one of you can take this you, one. You go, you go, Tim. You go, mate. Look, as much as I hate to bet against him, I think the Patriots have to be third in this in this division. Yeah. Smart, and I man. think it. I think it's a game. I think it. They. It's one game off. I think they go nine and eight, which is funny enough because that's what Vegas has them. So they have nine wins as the over under. So, but I mean, look, they've they've made money moves this. Um, this offseason, probably overspent, but it is Bill, so he can get the best out of any player. A um, lot of reports saying that Cam is looking nice, and it was mainly COVID oh. that effed him up last year. Oh, sure he is. Sure he looks nice, man. I mean, they picked up Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, who are, who are you know, pretty oh. decent wide receivers. That's an upgrade to what they had. I mean, the tight end core has to be one of the best in the league with Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. Um just, just in terms of the return of the tight end scheme, the dual tight end scheme. That, that's what won them Super Bowls. I mean, Mac Jones at 15, I mean, the man, the man strutted his stuff. 
when he got when he got uh, <laughs> when he got drafted. So you know that that yeah. might yeah. he's confident. Yeah, he's confident in his situation. He got, the, he, got, yeah, he got those hips moving. Golly, he's got some oh big, big and, uh, His brother I, I is mean, bulking. <laughs> the the shining light on this team is their defense. The defense could be top five this year with the additions of mm. um, Kyle and, and Matt Judon. Like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Ben, I don't know about you. How many years away How many years away are we from, say, Bill Belichick's just just not it? I'm about, I'm a year away. Oh, I'm no. a year away. I'm, year I'm not away. even a year away from being a year away. I'm a year away at this point. <laughs> I was a year away from being a year away last year. Now I'm officially <laughs> a year away. Like, um, like, they made money moves. I understand they're going to get a lot of vets coming back. They had a bit of COVID troubles last year. I agree the defense is amazing, but... At the end of the day, Supercam hasn't been in the building since 2009, and I don't see him coming back in 2021. Um, and again, I don't like the dynamic of having a rookie quarterback picked 14 just sitting there behind Cam, um, Cam Newton because, like, I just think that gets kind of weird if the Patriots have, like, a slow September. I think that's just bad vibes in the locker room already, and the front office is going to want Mac Jones in there straight away. So I just don't like how that plays out. So they're definitely third in the division for me. Yeah, I was similar to you with the whole quarterback situation in that, you know, no matter what weapons you put around Supercam, this is still the same Supercam that was possibly one of the hardest quarterbacks to watch in the NFL last year. And I, I with Mac Jones, I wasn't high on him anyway. And, you know, the whole question about if you're a fan base or your front office, you obviously want that rookie quarterback in as soon as possible because it signals a new start, right? And when does a Mac Jones start or does he ever start at all? Like, and that whole that whole storyline is going to be following the Patriots the whole year and that's just not going to be good. Um, I also, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. I have six wins guar- almost guaranteed. Um, but past that, yeah. they got a good schedule. I don't know whether they can, I don't know whether they can get to nine. If I'm honest with you, Tim, I got I got six guaranteed, and from there you're pushing it. I think okay. nine wins. But who who you? Okay, give me your six guaranteed, and let me let me throw a couple on you. So Jets, yeah, uh, Texans, yeah, Panthers, yeah, Falcons, yeah, Jags, and I guess the Chargers maybe. Okay, so Chargers against the Chargers and one against the Dolphins. I'm thinking the Dolphins don't beat them twice. Not, not, so that's not seven. With a, not with a second-year quarterback coming into Foxborough. Oh, Saints! Um, I guess that's eight. Mate, I didn't even Saints, think about the Saints. Yeah, Saints. And then I think there has to. There's an upset in there, whether it be the Cowboys or whether it be a. Um, it's Dak's year, buddy. This is it's yeah. Weedon Boys is happening. It's Look, them boys potentially. Is year. I even say potentially a Bills, just because you looked at them last year and they only <sighs> they only just lost, or potentially even the Browns. Actually, no, the Browns have too good of a defense. I think I think there's I think there's one I think there's one in there, I think there's nine Ben. I think they've got seven or eight, kind of you know secured ones, and then there's nine. There's a ninth. Just there's it's seeping. Well, I mean, then you, if I throw this one back at you, you give me week sixteen, Trevor Lawrence. I'm feeling pretty good about that against the Patriots. So I'll take week sixteen, Trevor Lawrence, once he's nice and wet. I mean, um, ready. I mean. <laughs> Uh, NFL oh. ready. Better you, right? What are we talking about again? Sorry. What are we talking about? Um, oh, let's, wet Trevor let's, Lawrence? What? Let's go Dolphins. It's wet <laughs> It's wet down in Florida. It's wet down in Miami. Um, 
it's dripping in Miami. I've got them as my, you know, next team up, obviously. Um, it's, it's, is it two a time? Is it finally two a time? I, I, I don't know. Is he going to be a Daniel Jones or is he going to be a Patrick Mahomes? Oh, um, in, his, <laughs> in his second year. Thank you. I felt really good when I wrote that one down. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Is it two a time? Tim, what are you thinking? Um, I think he's a year away from being a year away. Oh, On the fence. On the oh, fence. God, um, is it two a time? I mean, look, I think it. I think it's you know he's going to have all the pressure on him. You know, Fitz Magic coming in for a good little while. Is always nice for a rookie quarterback having the goat in front of him. Um, I mean, they they got a decent running attack. Got they've got a better wide receiver core and, and, and with Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle coming in. Still got O line, top ten defense. Uh, I think two will step up. I mean, it's the second year. We've seen a lot of second year players step up um, and, and you know make that leap even further than than in previous years and, and, and you know, older quarterbacks. Um, so I think Tua, look, I like the Dolphins. I think I'd even go over on their wins. I'd go, I've, I've got them at 10 and 7 this year. Um, but yeah, and that's Tua time. If that if 10 and 7 is Tua time, it's Tua time, baby. Gosh, get, off the, get off the fence, Tim. Live a little. God, it's Ben. Ben. It's two a time, all right? It's two a time? Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> I don't want you to get confused. It is two a time. Okay. Like, I understand rookie year, not great. But I still, you got to, we, we, um, we ride off quarterbacks way too early. He's had one year. He had that off. He had a bad, really bad injury coming back from. And they were still a really good team. He still had flashes of really good moments. And let's not sleep on the fact that Miami Dolphins have a ridiculously good roster and an amazing coaching staff. So even even if two is not good, they're still going to be a 10-win team. And if two is good, like we're talking like, I don't know, if the top 12 quarterback in the league coming up, this Miami team, like the sky is truly the limit. Like I said, they could, I think they're the biggest threats to the Bills for the division. They're $2.15, mm. $2.15 just to make the playoffs. And they're 4-1 four, four just to be a wild card team. There is some wow. huge value dripping out of Miami. Four to one wow. wild card team. Obviously, that would mean them not yeah, winning the division, but being a wild card team. And with the I Bills, mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at their schedule. Like like you said, it's like good. it feels like there's it feels like there's yes. definitely ten in there. There's hmm. ten in there. It because yeah, I think it's the tenth easiest um, in the league. And their only question mark is Tua. And there's a reason he was so highly touted out of college. Like I don't think that hasn't gone away in just one rookie year. That called that great quarterback is still there. Hey, mm-hmm. get get excited, Miami! Congratulations because you have a hell of a football <laughs> year coming up. <laughs> um, do you put any like worry in terms of the fact that you know one of their star players in Xavier Howard wants to leave? I don't know if you guys have seen this story uh, coming up. He said he's uh, staying, Ben. He's staying, he he died. No, I don't know. He texted me. I saw a story. He's, he texted you? He's texted me. Don't worry, man. God, I FaceTimed him just before this and he told me that he wasn't feeling it. I guess he's lying to me behind my back. Look, look, he's he's open to it. He's open to staying in Miami. Okay. Okay. It's up can to I, them. Can I, throw, can I throw can I throw one more tour bet at everyone? Okay. Um sixty one to one to win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> 61 to Can one. I put my house on it. Is that is, do they? What is the value on that? There is some, just so much potential for a dabble at sixty-one to one. There is. Just don't sleep on Oof. it. Right, have a think about it. Sleep on it. 
Well, I mean, one thing with betting on Tua to be the MVP is you're then counting out the quarterback from the Bills as a possible MVP. Um, because Josh Allen, I don't know, is this his MVP year? Is it? I mean, the Bills are going to be the best in the division and they look like the, probably the closest, well, in terms of the amount of wins that they could get, the closest to the Chiefs in terms of that, mm. right? And I don't know, Josh Allen put up numbers last year. Mm. So, and he, he was catching fire near the end of the season. So let's say he builds off that this offseason, comes in with a, a fire in his belly with a crappy Jets, a dysfunctional Patriots and a rookie quarterback at the Dolphins. You know, that's six wins there could be right there. I don't know, man. Is this Josh Allen MVP, Tim? What do you think? Man, I like it. I think he's going to take another. I think he's going to take another leap. I mean, a second year with Diggs. With who? Um, <laughs> Stefan Diggs. <laughs> with who? Stefan Diggs. <laughs> right. <laughs> you need to fix. You need to like fix. What are you saying. talking about, Stefan Diggs? <laughs> What's? <laughs> it's just not really sound You uh, need to check how you pronounce things, man. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, technically, <laughs> either either pronunciation is true. There is another year with uh, Diggs, um, <laughs> but yeah, another year with Stefan um, to build up chemistry. You got Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, and also Emmanuel Sanders coming in, which is nice. Um, o line looking strong. I mean, the interior isn't great, but hey, you know what? That's that's Josh's that's Josh's job. As long as his blind side's protected, it's fine. Um, probably the biggest hole in that team is the is the running game with um, Devin Singletary. Uh, but when you've got Josh Allen, Allen slinging that thing, don't matter. Um, the defense is the only other thing that, you know, you're looking to you're looking to approve on, especially the defensive line um, and putting pressure on the quarterback. I mean, they've got a good linebacking core um, and also their secondary is one of the best. I just think putting pressure on that quarterback is the reason why they didn't get into that Super Bowl last year. Um, and, and that's something that they need to work on this year, but I like him. And I think the, the fact that the over is on 11 wins is disgusting. Look, they, don't, they don't call me the quarterback whisperer for nothing. Oh and my God. I love a bit of Josh Allen, but I just no, think don't. It's, it's just not, he's not taking a leap. All right. He took, he's taken a big leap already. This is just going to be one of those like stagnant years. I just don't think he's going to go up again. I think that's a bit wishful thinking. It's it never used. It's not usually the timeline of how it goes, unless you're like the Patrick Mahomes. Like usually, there's a couple of years you take off once you've taken like that big leap into being one of the best, because everyone now it knows you're good, and that's that goes for the whole Buffalo Bills. Like people are circling you on their schedule. They, you know, you're not going to sneak up on anyone this year. It's a lot harder the second time around as a good team, and we've seen it happen time and time again. Which is why I think the 11 win um, over under is actually pretty accurate. Because I just don't think, yeah, you're just not going to sneak up on teams anymore. And like I said, the pass rush is an issue and people know that now. I just think the thing they do have in their favor is their schedule is relatively easy. Um, like you said, they get two cracks at the Jets and the Pats, which is obviously very helpful. But look, I think they still win the division. I, don't, I think it'll be very close. Like I could easily see with like three weeks to go in this division, the Pats, the Dolphins and the Bills could all still win it. I do think the Bills will eventually mm-hmm. win out, but... Like Dolphins at ten wins, Buffalo's at eleven wins. That's probably how I see it ending ending up in the race for the division. Man, man, yeah. I tell you what, there's there's a big old hater in here. I'm the hater. <laughs> hater in here. Tim, Tim, Tim's not keen on tour time. Are you kidding me? Tim doesn't like tour. I'd be more. 
I'd be more keen on Josh Allen than I would on Tua, man. But I'm not saying a, I'm not saying Josh Allen is bad. I'm just saying he's not going to win MVP. I think you just need to get get the blinkers off. We've talked about this, mate. He's not going to win MVP, and the Bills will win. The Bills will win the division, but they're not going to be some like 15 win team. Was Josh Allen drafted no, the same year as Lamar Jackson? He, I think he was, Ben. Oh my is god, is that why you hate him so much? Is why that why him? you hate him so much? Because they're drafted the same year. You don't want him to end up a better quarterback. Why would a king worry about what the peasants are up to? Lamar Jackson's already (laughs) an MVP. Oh, my God. Lamar Jackson's already an MVP. Already won his division multiple times. Already got the same amount of playoff wins. No, he's got one less. Mm. He's got one less playoff win, but he's got that MVP. You can't sleep with that MVP. What's an an MVP without a couple of wins? I know neither of you have much respect for the MVP, but it's an important thing. All right? And we'll get those playoff wins. Lamar will rack up those playoff wins. Just give him some time. Don't worry. God, this is... I just... I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Josh Allen to absolutely blitz Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's because it's everyone else's fault. It's not Lamar's fault. That's fair. Lamar's fair. Not knowing how to throw literally perfect. Lamar's literally perfect. <laughs> Lamar never misses a throw. People just don't get Doesn't there in time. <laughs> Someone put down a t-shirt. It's like, it's Tim, like, it's if, like... if, if, if he had good wide receivers, Tim, then he probably would hit all his throws, wouldn't he? Oh, That's you, will see it. <laughs> you will all see it this year. <laughs> now we have some wide receivers. Right? And if we don't see it this year, then I'll give it another year. Then give you'll see it. Once he gets paid and then the depth just goes from the team. Bro, I can't wait for Lamar Jackson to get paid, have no offensive line, and be out of the league in two years because he gets run over daily. <laughs> <laughs> I know my Super Bowl window is about two seasons, and then we're done. Give me, give me Joe Flacco back after that. Um, to move across the NBA, uh, here on the Get Around Podcast, we love a bag. And we saw today, the first day of free agency, the amount of bags that have been thrown around like they have, like they are nothing. Like money literally grows on trees in the NBA, apparently. And Ben, obviously, the elephant in the room. I think it's fair to say the Chicago Bulls That's have right. made a strong stride to become the eighth seed in the East. And I wanted to just, yeah, are the Bulls back with some of their signings today? <laughs> or, sorry, better yet, what's your... What's your favourite signing? Was it the Caruso for forty million or the Lonzo Ball for eighty five? Which hey, one? Caruso brings championship. Um, Caruso brings championship yeah. mentality. Yeah, he does what... bring a championship man. He's a championship vet. That's what we brought him in for. We need someone to kick everybody in, kick everybody into gear, and then Ball brings marketability. I mean, we're thinking about seven million steps ahead here. Imagine Ball on the back of your your Chicago Bulls jersey. That sounds great, and he's twenty three. Think about that. He's 23 years old. That's also youth. I mean, you may not understand it now, but give me 20 games into the season, you're going to be wishing that you pick these free agents up. That's all. Like, I'm where do you say. think? Where do you think the Bulls? Um, big, where do you think the Bulls big three now sits in the like in the pantheon of all the East big threes? So obviously, you got Brooklyn's big three. How big far three? Away? Big three. Uh, you mean a big five? Uh, we have Zach Levine. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, and Lonzo Ball. That's a big five. That's a super team at this point. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's good. Who is the number oh three in the team? <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Oh, this team um, sucks, man. <laughs> to move on from that, I thought we'll just rapid fire. 
stop me if you have anything to say about the following signings. There's too many to get through, and mm-hmm. a lot of them don't actually matter. Uh, Larry to the Heat, three years, 90 mil. 90, 90 big mils. <laughs> He's 35 years old. I think that, that needs to be remembered. It does, but it's hey, it's Kyle. That's that's a dog. Ninety million for a dog. Okay. Heat culture. Mm-hmm. How many years? Culture, How many years? Three years. Three years. Oh my, that team is going to be old. Jimmy Butler's that's locked old. in as well for four years, isn't he? Yes. Yes, Jimmy Butler. Four years, one hundred and sixty-two million. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And just to just to round it all up, uh, Duncan Robinson, five years, Fun. ninety Fun. million dollars for a brother that's probably the worst defender I've ever seen, and can't dribble again. He'll be 32 years old, and he'll be getting paid around $18 million. Duncan Robinson. I swear he's only been in the league for like two years, and he's already 26. Yeah, he was in college. Yeah, and he's already got a bag. He's in college. Yeah, he's got the bag. So that's a lot of money to spend on head culture. (laughs) Um, We've talked about the... The uh, the next Michael Jordan Lonzo Ball signing we won't go into that next unnecessary <laughs> size bag Jared Allen five years a hundred million dollars from the Cleveland oh. for a rim running big who can't do anything but dunk and block which is great but a hundred million Jesus oh my God. that's this a lot is, of right. money man that that is that is, hey bravo to the agent he he has oh. earned his commission yeah like to be fair all, I think that all these agents. Are currently wiping the floor with these GMs. The fact that when I see Jared Allen five years hundred mil, it makes me confused why we are not running an NBA team. Because we wouldn't throw around just, money that we wouldn't be throwing around this money. Would be very. It doesn't make sense. You just drafted Evan Mobley. What are we? Mm. What are we doing here, people? Oh my god, it's bad. Oh, it's this is actually my least. This next one's my least favorite, which is hard to believe. Mike Conley, three years, seventy-three mm. million dollars. Oh, brother, brother. we're not seeing what Utah are. Like, what are we doing here? Um, that's how old is Mike Conley at the moment? He's like 33. Okay, so that's not horrific. Yeah, but he sucks. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, Megan, think about this Utah don't get free agents very often, so Mm. if they get someone, they have to try and keep them. That's just the way that it goes over there. Definition of someone like, is that just any living, breathing? Hey, he was an 18, 18 and 8 player. I yeah, think that's, he play, that's only because he plays for Utah and he's like the tenth option. Right? Anyway, last well, two. Oh, uh, Tim, a bit close to home. Tim Hardaway, four years. Oh, I like that one. Hey, 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 let's go. Let's it's pretty go. boring. Let's, which let's kind of sums it's up the so boring. Boring. It's Pretty boring. Uh, it's I, pretty boring. I, I thought. I thought for a second Kawhi may sign. Uh, I saw <laughs> something pop up. <laughs> what? You, you got the next best thing, at least. Hey, we got, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. And we got rid of Josh Richardson. Yeah, that's a good one. Good point. Uh, last but not least, the gross uh, point guard in the league, Cameron Payne. Three years, 19 million, which I think is a bit much for C. Payne. But, you know, that one's just a small one. And that's all I had. Yeah. I mean, actually, can we. Uh, did you forget about. Did you forget about. Evan Fournier, four years, seventy-eight million to the Knicks. Did you forget about that one? Did that one just slip past your desk at all, or just choosing not to bring that one up? Um, for our next segment, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do. <laughs> 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 no, I will. I'll defend. I will defend the forty-eight. It's really a three-year, fifty-seven million with a team option, and seventeen points per game, fifty, forty, ninety. Always been a huge forty-eight fan personally, so. Can't wait! Cannot wait to see him 
on our team. You're a fan of a guy that got traded twice in one year? Okay. Really? One of them. One of them was he, he. I don't blame him for being on Boston. That's the worst team to ever exist. Brad Stevens. Man. There. Brad Stevens wants to bring back Isaiah Thomas. There's another one. Do I really care if any, Evan Fournier didn't play well on that team? No. So I won't hold that <laughs> against him. Can we just no. quickly talk about Chris Paul's contract? Mm. Oh yeah, 120 a... million for at 36 one... years old. 36 years old. Is that for you four years? To, so he's going to be 40. Yeah. You have at to 40, get getting paid 30 million. That is insane. You just have to. Phoenix have a history for a second round exit. Yeah, but Phoenix have a. Is he a star? Did we see him in the finals? Did we really? Did we? Were we all watching the same finals? He he, he had COVID. (laughs) You're really going to talk about that point guard like that? Man, I'm I'm willing to. You get one shot at the NBA finals sometimes, and that's how you want to blow it. That's all I'm going to say on the Chris Paul side. The NBA gods were hate us. We talk we talk smack about Kobe, and now you're talking smack about the point guard. What do you guys think of the um the Devontae Graham trade? Is Pretty good. I, I quite like it. I feel positive about Devontae where Graham where in, go? in New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. That's nice. If you got Brandon Ingram, it won't matter. There's... <laughs> <laughs> you won't go in anywhere. <laughs> Remember, Tim, Brandon Ingram is no Carl Kuzma. That is that's true. So, oh, it's, it's a different point. He's going to be a 20-point scorer on Washington. <laughs> watch, watch him. Watch him on the Wizards just just score bucket on buckets. I cannot oh wait. 20 God. points per well, game. We haven't even spoken Sneaky about Brody, have we? Yeah. Oh, we haven't. It's a good point. I think, who was it? It was Kuzma, KCP, Hetrez, and then a first and a couple, couple of seconds for Brody. Now they're probably the best spacing team in the history of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but they did sign Dwight Howard today, so that helps. That is true. Oh my god, it's and Brick Trev. City over there, man! Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. West Although, West hey, JJ Reddick, spray a bit of JJ on there. Get it. Get get, get Iggy. Get Iguodala. Bro, is JJ Trey, Reddick? Trey... JJ Reddick is he still alive? I thought he was just. A, I thought he was a podcast. Oh, no. podcast Apparently. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's he's on the he's on, he was on the Mavericks, but we didn't see him. Man, it's cool. It's a cool kind of like NBA two K kind of thing going on the in LA, but mm. that mm. that's going to be some disgusting half court basketball in the playoffs. Ugh, that's going to be I a lot of to... that's going to be a lot of angry LeBron, passive aggressive mm. LeBron, <laughs> making faces <laughs> and throwing tantrums on the sideline. That's what that's going to be. As long as he gets them to six, it's fine. He ain't six no more. He is. He is. Talking about six and pick six, uh, Josh Giddy from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. What was your reaction to that? (laughs) You need to give me a minute. Jesus Christ. Are you happy with that transition? You had so many good weeks, man. I mean, we're about to. We'll, we look like we we're going to have some dead air, so I thought quickly throw it in there. Oh my god! Yeah, Josh Giddy got drafted <laughs> six. Um, <laughs> um, that was insane. But I think this this draft got insane at the fourth pick. You know, the second Scotty Barnes jumped Jalen Suggs, a mm. consensus top four pick. I think we we all secretly knew that we got it. 
we we were going to be oh. wrong about this draft. There was so much pain after I was all that fourth pick. Oh. It's like that's the guy I had falling to seven. He's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> there really that were was no crazy... winners. I did feel like like between you two, like Ben, you picked the first three, and then I got Kay Cunningham. That's pretty much what I this was chaos. Yeah. This lottery pick, this lottery was complete and utter chaos. There's some shockers in there. There's some really cool ones in there. Like the Josh Giddy one's a cool, like a cool one just to see like a Australian go six when everyone like two months ago said he was like 20. So he's climbed, mm-hmm. he climbed all the way up in that last couple of months. So that's pretty cool. But there were some shockers. So we've got draft winners and losers. I'll start off with you, Ben. Give me your, I've got two of each. I don't know what you guys have, but give me a, give me your winner, your draft winner. Draft winner, I mean, it's hard to look past the Houston Rockets in their draft. Picked up Jalen Green, Usman Garuba, great defensive center, Alperin Sengun, who we love, and, and Josh Christopher. Like, that's four, four really good first-round rookies that they've just picked up in a really deep draft. And they've still got draft capital in the years to come. I, I think they've done really well here. Um, in a team that needed everything, they picked up a little bit of everything. And... I, yeah, I mean, I, I got nothing to fault with how the Rockets played this draft, and they're my biggest winner by far. Um, do you guys have anything similar? I didn't have the Rockets just because they didn't take Evan Mobley. So that still, <laughs> um, so that still hurt me. But because of that, I actually had the Cavs as my winner just because of the fact they got they had the third pick, yet they had a, it's very hard in the draft to get both the best player available and a really, really good um, a fit for your team. I think the fact that they got Evan Mobley at three, just perfect with Sexland. They've gone, they've gone two years in a row drafting small guards, and we all thought there was a chance that they might get three years in a row of that potentially. So I think the Cavs making a very good pick at three, having him for them was good. Mm. Yeah, I, did, I had I had Detroit and of course the Cavs. Um, I mean Detroit because. You get not only probably the best player in the draft, according to scouts, but someone who actually wants to play there. Um, Funny enough, weird, uh, weird pick, but I really like Luke Garcia, um, uh, Luca Garza um, at 52. He was the consensus, wasn't he the consensus player? Of the, oh, of the yeah, that the guy. Oh, yeah, Iowa brother. I don't look. I don't know why. I remember watching that guy, and he he was tearing up. In, uh, although he's 23, 24, at least look, they get something. But my biggest winner was the Magic. I mean, having having Suggs fall to you at, uh, at five, you get a dynamic athlete with a jumper, but probably the best thing and what a lot of people are saying is the, the potential culture shift that he brings. Um, and also, Franz Wagner, who, Ben, you, you touted as the best 3 and D um, guy, especially compared to the other, I can't remember his name, but the one that made him do yeah, um, you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, yeah, I think uh, the Magic did, did pretty well. Yeah, they did. They were my other team that I had as a winner. Um, so then I had another... Uh, my other winner was Josh Giddy. Um, I had Rockets oh. Magic, and then in case someone picked one of those two, I had Josh Giddy. Just because you jump all the way up to six, you go to a great developmental program in the Thunder, not a lot of pressure on you straight out the gate because they have so much future draft capital and everybody understands that, hey, this is a long-term rebuild here in Oklahoma. So there's not a lot of pressure on you either. You just get to develop along a great, alongside a great guy like Shea Gildas-Alexander who just locked up himself in OKC for quite a few more years as well. I, I think he's he's onto a big winner um, over there. And I feel, I feel good about it. You know, he could be the next Ben Simmons with a 
he doesn't have a jumper either. I was going to say Benson with a jumper, but maybe he can develop one. Instead of <laughs> God, you had, to bring, you had to bring Ben Simmons lander into the podcast. Listen, man, if Australia, if Australia comes up, Ben Simmons has to come up. That's the sort that's of, that's the God, rule of the man. podcast. Such a hater. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, what, what was your opinion on Golden State? Cause of course they had the seventh and the 14th. A lot of people thought that they may have traded out of that, tried to trade for a star um, and didn't, but instead they, they, um, they picked Kaminga and Moody who have a lot of potential and bring in a lot more depth, uh, especially Moody being able to get him at 14, considering a lot of people were thinking potentially top 10. Didn't um, some, I saw a mock draft. Someone had him seven. <laughs> pretty good mock draft. The more that I think about it, the, the, the amount of potential he has. Um, you got the team right. I feel good. I still, exact, which is which is the key, I think. The fact you that saw, I got the team right is probably worth more. You saw the fit straight away. <laughs> yeah. No, I th- I like the Gon State. I like what Gon State did. They did the right thing. They took a punt on Kamingo at seven, and then they got someone in Moses Moody who kind of fits more of a fit pick, like kind of fits what they need. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean. I don't know what they would have been able to get anyway, if yeah. we're honest. Um, it, it, it seems as if Washington wanted Keith Beal. So no matter what they would have thrown at him, yeah. it probably wouldn't have stuck. Yeah. So my last winner I had, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, which is a bit of an outsider. Um, in the latter parts of the, dra- of the draft, they picked up two players that can already play NBA minutes and in Dar- Daron Sharp and Cam, Tom- Cam Thomas. And as we know, the Brooklyn Nets are not known for a lot of depth on their team, obviously because of the three, the big three they have and all the moving around they had to do. So I think the fact that they got two rookie contracts in Dayron Sharp and Cam Thomas who could play NBA minutes for them. Dayron Sharp is basically the opposite of what Nick Claxton is right now as a center. It's just a way more physical option and they're going to need big, uh, bigger, uh, big, big, centers god I lost my words there big centers in the east when you got harness <laughs> big big boy big big boy i didn't mean to repeat the word big this just has been brave <laughs> but they need him when they're going up against you know yarnis is an Embiid. and cam thomas from what the experts say looks like he's a bucket so i think the fact that they got both those guys so late in the draft when you're not really expected to do anything for a team that's going to lack depth because of the contracts they have that's actually pretty impressive. So hopefully I'm chosen to be, I'm seen to be right. And those two can play a good rotation minutes, but I think Brooklyn did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, we never know what that. I don't know I do. where you got that information, um, but you know, each to their own. Um, <laughs> let's move now to Just the wait, losers mate. of the Just draft. Let's move to the losers of the draft. Um, and my first one, I think is a pretty obvious one. And that is... I, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. Um, oh. Traded in a trade, received the tenth pick, picked Zaire Williams, who is not of his what lottery pick and was picked to go later in the draft. Mm. Who, while still having players like Book Knight, Moody, and Corey Kispert still on the board, mm. um, and you pick Zaire Williams, uh, who is a guard. Yeah, um, not what you needed, yeah. not what you needed at all. That was so, so weird. That was do, so weird. Don't time. understand that. Do you, reckon, do you reckon they all. got fooled by OKC by taking Josh Giddy? Do you reckon they were just yes. completely thrown off? That's what I reckon's happened. Because that just doesn't make any sense to trade up to a guy you could have probably gotten at 17. I'm confused, which is why I had them as my loser. I think you had a chance to pick up, especially with someone like Kispert, you had a chance to pick up someone who spaces the floor for Jar even better. Um, 
and yeah. you pass on him. Or even a guy like Moody with a seven foot wingspan um, and a good defensive presence alongside Jar. Ja- ja. I mean, ugh, it doesn't make sense, especially at ten. So that's my loser. Yeah. Mine was a little bit different. Mine actually didn't. I mean, look, my loser was the seven, uh, the seventy sixes. My loser was Philadelphia and their inability to move Ben Simmons before the draft due to nice. pretty much their disgustingly ridiculous, you know, their, their price tag on him. I mean, who Ben Simmons made the all-star or defensive team has made all <laughs> NBA before. Oh my God. But Good point, his, his stock is so low at the moment and the, and the 76ers think that they can get an all-star caliber player plus four first rounds rounders for him they, seems, I, I, seems I like a small price to pay seems like a small price to pay to me to be honest <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i think i mean the 76ers had had potentially um a, an opportunity to to trade him to of course golden state um for wiggins wiseman and a couple picks i think those two first rounders in this year's draft um didn't didn't go through because they wanted more and now with Beal saying that he wants to stay and you know no murmurs from from Dame's side of things. It doesn't look like the 76ers have a lot of options so far. No, that's a good one. But yeah, they suck. Yeah. Damn, good, hey, good work, Tim. Look at you. Um, my first loser, one first person on the chopping block, the 12th pick with the San Antonio Spurs, mm. really hurt. Ben, I remember Ben was mm. watching it live as well. It just looked perfect for Segun. San Antonio, all the commentators were saying it as well. San Antonio needs a center. Sengun's fallen to 12. Just perfect for the Spurs. You need a boost. They need a star. Josh Primo. Who the hell is Josh Primo? Yeah. Brother had more turnovers yeah. than assists in college. All the scouting reports just say that he lacks basically every single important NBA skill. Um, and it's not. It's le- less even the fact that the Spurs took him. Like if they think that that he's that there's that he's their guy, like that's fine. But why use the twelfth pick on him? Trade down and take him later where he was supposed to go, or at least if you want to play it safe, even trade down to like sixteen and grab something in return. I've just the fact that they took him at twelve was ridiculous. So the Spurs have had a few years of taking average players, and I think that has definitely continued. Oh my god! I'm just looking at his stats right now. That is horrible. They are bad. That is that's a top. Tw- that's a lottery pick, really. That's I could pro- be in the lottery. That's a, well, obviously. That's, <laughs> that's a silly comparison, hell? but yeah, that's my thing. It's less that they took him. It's less that they took him. It's the fact. Why would you waste the twelfth pick on this brother? No one else was oh. taking him that high. When you literally have the next Jokic sitting there at number twelve, Jokic two point Unbelievable. Um, I had Spurs down as a loser, but then one of my other ones was actually Jonathan Kaminga. Mm. Um, just because I th- you, you, we're hearing a lot of murmurs out of you know Golden State that players like Clay Draymond aren't happy about the fact that first of all they didn't trade the picks and actually mm. selected people, and second the fact that they picked literally the most project project in the draft in Jonathan Kaminga. This is not a guy that you would want starting in a playoff series, and he probably won't. And, you know, if you're Clay, Dre, and Curry, you're thinking, I want to be able to win right now. This doesn't make me feel like you want to win right now. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on him coming out the gate when he plays, when he doesn't play. Um, and I think there's there's not really going to be a good 
locker room presence around the guy, even though it is a good place to go to develop. I just, I feel for him having to have to go there and not be what they want, really. So he was my second loser. Tim, who do you have? Look, I I had the Spurs. Like that was uh, I'm with you. Josh Primo was a, a weird pick, um, and so not only, no, pretty much everything that you guys said, uh, I thought it was strange. Um, and and yeah, I mean, is the front office in the Spurs, and is that winning culture completely gone? Is there no is there no essence of it? Is Popovich done? Is Popovich, well, you've seen. Hey, look at look at the older USA basketball team. God, I was, yeah, it's good. My last loser was uh, Damian Mitchell, <laughs> the Sacramento Kings pick. I just think he's been, you know, where a player goes and can really impact their career. So with someone like a Draymond Green, who got the perfect scenario, now he looks like he could be a Hall of Famer. The complete opposite of that spectrum is Damian Mitchell go to the Sacramento Kings because this brother oh. now has to play <laughs> the, six, the six-foot guard who needs probably a strong culture and coaching system around him get the best out of him. Now, A, he's going to Sacramento with Luke Walton, so that's already bad. And B, he's now going to play with Tyrese Halliburton and Darren Fox. Where the hell is David Mitchell supposed to fit on that team? This is one of the strangest... Small ball. Bro, small ball? What are we doing here? Small ball? Small ball. Oh my god. They're still trying to play like Golden State. Like, that was 2015 Sacramento. You just got to move on. And it's... That was... I just felt bad for the kid. I just don't see that ending well for him. So... Yeah, Damian Mitchell, tough night. Tough night. Tough night for a couple of prospects in there. Tough, tough, tough night. Yeah. Shit, sorry, I thought you were going to take us in. Damn, Tim. Damn, Tim, I thought you were going to hop in there with your transfer. I was sort of I was sort of sitting around waiting for you to step in. Look, I'll be did honest you, with you. Did you I lose don't your know con- what we're doing next. Why? Well, I guess I'll, I'll step in and do your job, Tim. So, obviously... NBA season's wrapped up, wrapped up, dust has settled a little bit. And so I thought, if everyone go away, top things you learned from this season. Oh. oh God. Yeah. Hey, so that, that's the sound worry. of Tim that not having done that. Not doing. So because of that, Tim, kick it off. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can be anything. It can be player-centric, it can be coach-centric, team-centric, anything. Yeah. What would the I mean, that, couple things takeaway things you learned? Couple of things come to mind. I mean, first of all, Giannis has to be undisputedly the best player in the league. Nice, great um, yeah. I mean, that's that's something that we've looked or learned from the season. I guess, in junction to that, building through the draft isn't dead. Um, considering the Bucks, small small kind of market, got Giannis, um, and, and of course traded for a lot of um, a lot of players, but. You know, the free agents, they, you know, free, it, it wasn't a massive destination for free agents. So I guess that, that building through the draft, trading and, the, and, and whatnot isn't dead after all. Um, again, Giannis is an international player. Um, international players, they need more recognition. I think we've all seen it through the year. Um, and even looking at the Olympics at the moment, um, you know, people like everyone hyping up Steph Curry and Steve Jokic um, for the MVP. People were almost saying that Giannis doesn't deserve finals MVP um, and, and how some of the best players in the league, Donkic, Giannis, um, uh, the Joker, they're all European yet they'll never be the face of the league. Hey, give, give some more recognition. Give some credit where credit's due. 
Um, what else, guys? I mean, you know, the Olympics. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, hold on, the Olympics. The Olympics. The Olympics have shown that the league rules are considered soft considering what we've seen with refereeing over there. And also, nice. I think the best thing that's going to happen next season is, of course, the non-basketball moves are hopefully going to be limited with new rules coming in. So James Harden's hook when he's doing the jump shot and, and whatnot, that will all hopefully be reduced. Um, yeah. That was some really good thinking on the spot, Tim. You're really good. You're really good at this, Tim. You should make a podcast, man. No, you, you know really what? Think about you guys should join. Did you want to? Do you know what we should call it? <laughs> what do we call it? Actually, I don't know. I don't have a great name. I, I, I'll get around it and think. Nice. There you go. <laughs> the, nice. the great tradition. <laughs> um, I'll kick it off then. I had one that's close to heart, close to my heart. We've all talked about it. Let's just give up on the Utah Jazz already was the top thing that I've learned from this year. Um, their last five years, which has been the last five years, all been contenders. 2016, finished first and lost in the second round. The next three years, they finished third in the rankings and lost in the first round twice and then the second round. And then they've lost in the second round for this year, finishing third into the season. I think we can officially say Jazz Ball, which is basically let's shoot a bunch of threes and win 70 regular season games, doesn't work in the playoffs. And I've already said Quinn Snyder is on the out. I won't go into that rant, but I think there should be a coaching change. I think there has to be a huge philosophy change in Utah because whatever they're cooking up there in Utah, it just doesn't work. And I think it's officially time we give up on them. I think the media, I don't care if they end up, they start next year like 21 and five, just don't talk about them because they're not going to win it. I don't want to hear about them. That was my big one. You are a serial Utah Jazz hater, though. I'm not really like don't like the Utah. Sh- I would you like two, to let the record show. You two show. have both talked smack about Utah, say that they're the Atlanta not, Hawks Nowhere near the amount of smack. Ben, you you ben, must hate more. I'd like to let the record ben. show. I'd like to let the record show how much you do hate the Utah Jazz. I just want that to be known. Yeah, because it's the do. worst basketball I've ever seen. They just shoot threes, and they never win in the playoffs. And you agree with me. Yet. Yet. You agree with me, Ben. Listen, I I really like Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Rudy Gobert is a defensive masterclass oh, waiting to happen. I forgot about Rudy. <laughs> um, um, but listen, I don't know. They feel like the Atlanta Hawks of the early early 2010s is what they feel like, um, where they just can't get it done because they just don't have the big name over there, which is a shame because one of my things was, like Tim said, was, you know, NBA prospects don't have to be good straight out the bat. Mm. Um, I think this final series showed that. Play like you look at Giannis, Chris Middleton, even someone like Brooke Lopez, right? Or PJ Tucker, Cameron Payne, Bobby Portis. These are all guys that weren't necessarily good straight out the bat, yet here they are in the NBA finals, right? Um, so I learned from watching that that, you know, give some time. You know, draft Patrick Williams at number four. It's okay. <laughs> Give him time. I'll cut you off. That's enough. <laughs> because one day he will come good. He will come good. And that is and that is what I learned. I think that's a really good one. Um, and, then, yeah. and then, yeah, that's I mean, a, a nicer one, building on what you said, Tim. Giannis is the best player in the world and has a genuine chance of being one of the greatest ever. Mm. Yeah. Um, at, at 26 years old. The man has already is already a Hall of Famer at twenty six. 
you know. And, he, and his le- and his legacy is already better than KD's. It is already better than KD. I think that's what we did discover this year was that he, you know, five-time All-NBA, four-time All-Defense, a defensive player of the year, and two-time MVP, plus a ring and finals MVP. Get get, get KD out of here. That ring does, in fact, mean more than KD's other two. Easy, 100. That is, and that's on God. Then he has an all-star game MVP as well. I know she left that one out. Mm. I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, because that one doesn't matter. That's why no? I left that one out. No. Wait, can we just quickly, can we have a look at his Hall of Fame um, His Hall of Fame prediction or, or probability? Oh what, what is... Uh... No, nah, it's like 67%, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it's friggin' broken. That's why. It's not broken. It's not designed <laughs> to be used halfway through someone's career, Ben. It's designed to be used at the end of the career. Is with the with this yeah Giannis thing? Let's see. Can I push it? Is Steph? He's better than Steph Curry all the time, right? To oh, getting into mm. dangerous territory. I'm a, I'm a no. I'm a How no is that dangerous territory? I'm a no. no I that. think I'll push back. I'm a no. Three-time champ, greatest shooter of all time, unanimous MVP, back-to-back MVP, back-to-back. Uh huh. And three, Giannis three did what champion. only Giannis Do did not. what only two other players in the history have ever done, which is defensive player of the year and MVP in the same year. It's close. But I'm saying. Well. I'm... Hey, does Steph Curry have any all-defensive teams? No. Does Steph Curry have any Finals MVPs? No. Oh, sucks to suck. Oh my God, you sucks to suck. Finals MVP. Just stop it, right? Sucks to suck. Steph Curry is also, isn't he also like 33? He is. He's 33. Yeah, but we're not basing it on what we think it will be. We're saying if they both retire today, who sits higher? If they both retire today, Giannis is the better player. No. No. You need to check yourself, right? No, Ben. Uh, I I agree with KD because I I think... I I am all chips in. I am all chips in on Giannis. That is a poor combo. This man is outrageous. He ben. is, but he's... Just you wait. Yeah. Oh, no, yes, we will the wait. That's the point. <laughs> the point is we're not waiting. The whole point of the exercise is if we were not to wait, who would be number one? If you ask me who I think will Steph be... Curry, player, it's Steph Curry only has two more All-NBA. Yeah, he has two more. You do know that. Yeah, he has he's two also more. Got, yeah, he's Katie, also got two more. Yeah, Katie right? has... Yeah, Katie has four more All NBA, but we're still okay with Kevin Durant being worse than Giannis. Oh, yeah. Take a good hard look at yourselves yes, now. But 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 Golden, he's come on, Curry is Golden pretty much four. Yeah. Come on, man. No, you would not. We're not agree with you. Look, Giannis is Milwaukee. Yeah, Ben. Yes, yeah, but Milwaukee's that. won one ship. Golden State had a dynasty. With a D. With a big old D. Because my other thing is, I don't think the Bucks are going back to back. God, stop splitting up the team, team. Team, I'm on your side. You don't need to <laughs> don't break us apart like that. Come on, man. Bucks could go I back think, to back. and Bucks not, not that. Uh, What's stopping them from I going mean, back I mean, I think they could, they could go back to back. I just don't think they will. Well, it ain't going to be the Lakers, healthy, that's for sure. Why would it be the Lakers, man? Brum. God. It's Brum Brum. It <laughs> is the Lakers. If I could ben, short the Lakers watch... somehow, I, I would. I would short the if Lakers have so a... hard. I would buy so many Dogecoin of Lakers. Like, I'd buy so many Lakers. <laughs> LeBron with an extended offseason. LeBron with an extended offseason. That's what 73 games and him coming off a finals, um, a finals run. 
No wonder they're going to get injured. This year, different story. In the last like 11 years, Ben, LeBron's made the finals nine out of the 11 years, and the two he hasn't made the playoffs, he's been injured. Sorry, the mm. finals. Like, what, what have you been watching for the last 11 years? Come on, man. John, John Mama, that's what I've been watching. Listen, I've just got, I've just got a feeling, Mankin. I've just got a feeling in my goddamn bones that that LeBron is not winning it this year. The second they added Russell Westbrook, they brought down their win probability by about eighty percent in my eyes. Eighty. They'll make sacrifice. They'll make it work. Bron Bron would make it work. Bron Bron, bro. Oh Russell's God. probably going to turn into a 50, 40, 90 player because of LeBron's mm-hmm. presence and the spacing that he provides. Ben. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. That's a cold take. It's a couple of cold takes for you to round out the podcast, Ben. Just I'm disappointed. This season's by season. I am disappointed. As I guess our listeners are with the end of the podcast. So, thanks guys for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure you like us on Facebook at the Get Around It Podcast and follow us on Instagram at, and Twitter at the Get Around It Pod. Thanks, guys, and bye.